Drums, please. Same thread like him. They don't study doing work to get ahead like him. They don't toss and turn in the fucking bed like him. Cause they don't love it. 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 This broken record today is brought to you by Way of the Eight, the Carolina's premier platform promoting music and positivity within the neighborhood. The goal of our broken records are to provide an in-depth music breakdown as we highlight the artistry and the initial reception of the work. As we lay out our perspectives, our goal is to encourage you to listen to the music and formulate your own opinion that you can share with us as we further the conversation. Ideas expressed on this episode are the respected ideals of our panel and are to be used as a reference point and not a measuring stick for the quality of the body of work we choose to discuss. Help us further the narrative by following us on Instagram as that's where we are most active. If you're listening on Spotify, please engage in our episode page as there are interactive questions along with Q&As that you can use to participate in. All music played in this episode is property of the artist, and we hope to make that clear in our review of their project. What's good, neighborhood? What's good? It's your boy, Easy. I'm here with my boy, Rated R. What's good with you, man? We back in here. Back with more classics, man. More classics, man. A lot of a lot of great music in 2023, and here we are promising to unload them, as we have previously promised. <laughs> and here we are, man, with a pretty special project. Um, pretty surprise drop, I say the least, but... Go ahead and spill the beans right now. We're gonna get into Jack Harlow's third studio album, Jackman. Jackman, 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 them man of the sun. <laughs> but Bruh, I low key feel that the surprise drop wasn't like it was planned though. Mm-hmm. Because like I don't know, it's different when you when you can when you know you got a project together and this this is different, bro. Cause sometimes rollouts are good for projects and sometimes they're bad for projects. Right. If we look at uh, a whole lot of red for Playboy by for example, like, the rollout for that was crazy. A whole lot, whole lot, whole lot of red was. I feel like people. It was like two years in the making as right. far as rollout. Yeah. People saying a whole that whole lot of red that that's, that title was was known for months before the project actually came. Like, I feel like sometimes when you put out a project by surprise or just like oh album uh, dropping this Friday, like you don't really give the consumers time to put a judgment on it mm-hmm. or to be like oh this is about to be really really good or this is about to be I don't know what this is about to be because really like you don't have time for that so you really just like shit I might just see what it's about Yeah. and I feel like after listening to the project I can tell why like you really didn't need to gas this project because it wasn't it's not really like no it wasn't too long wasn't too short I feel like I feel like he did what he needed to do of course we know the speculation around like he needed to drop a good project to save his career but I don't really, we're going to get into that. I don't really know if that was the... It's just a lot of extra politics in regards to that statement. Oh, man. Um, like I was saying previously, this is Jack Harlow's third studio project. 
prior to this one was Come Home, The Kids Miss You. That was Jack's second project. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I read this quote. I was actually looking at it on Genius, but they said that Come Home, The Kids Miss You was for the crowd and Jack Mann was for the Jack fans. And in reference to that, I was just thinking like, you know, as you saying, this felt like you were going back, back to confetti, back to that type of rapping. And I, I, feel, like, I feel like I can't blame Jack for going this hard, you know, putting out a project like this, especially with what the feedback was. The feedback was this Grammy nominated project wasn't really that good. So Grammy nominated. Then he went, <laughs> hey, and then he went to work and he delivered something that was, I would say safely authentic to himself, authentic to the fans. And I feel like, I feel like it just showed Jack overall as a rapper. Like, I feel like for me, when I listen to this project, I'm not surprised. I don't think Jack saved himself. I think Jack just gave us more great music. And I know I have this, uh, I have this trend about saying that a lot. I'm pretty like open when it comes to artists. I'm pretty open with expression and things like that. But this Jack Harlow, it doesn't sound too different than anything that he's put out before. And I feel like he's just learned how to hone his craft. After listening to this project, you really understand why he said the last project was for uh, the people. I feel like some people look at him like a little dicky. To be honest, I feel like if Lil Dicky took his career seriously, he would be with Jack Harlow. Like, I feel like they would have like had low key the same career. Because mm. I don't know if y'all remember what's uh, Lil Dicky song, Russell Westbrook Farm or whatever the name of it. Yeah. Lil Dicky got bars. I feel like we've always known Lil Dicky got bars, but Lil Dicky don't really care. He put some effort towards it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I just feel like Jack Harlow kind of has always had the same stats with the music game. Like he right. he wants to position himself in a certain spot where he's just not the the white boy that can rap. Like, yeah. Like I feel like Jack Harlow's an MC. He he got bars, bro. Like, right. If, if you look at even if you just look at the last three projects. You don't have you have to listen to all the old stuff. You just listen to the studio albums. Mm -hmm. You be like, yeah, bars. You've had uh, the second project. It's aged on you guys. You've continued to listen to it. Mm -hmm. So, what were your expectations? You know, off of listening to that project, seeing Jackman drop, and then actually hearing it for the first time. How did all that come on? For you? The kids miss you. I didn't really. I listened to that project maybe three or four times. Like seriously. It was a few. It's a few songs, of course, uh, that I like on that project. But I feel like I didn't really know. I didn't really have the the perception of like, oh, Jack took an L this last project. Right. I just didn't. I just, just didn't listen to it as much as I listened to his first uh, album. Yeah. The first joint. I was. I just wanted to see what he was gonna be talking about. I low key felt like he was gonna be hungry. Mm -hmm. I low key felt like he was gonna uh, speak on some certain. Uh, Accusations that he get like the industry plant stuff and like and to be honest, if you actually look at Jack Tar Jack Harlow's like full career, he's been rapping for a minute. Yeah. Like yeah. he has a like he has a lot of you know. Uh, I saw a recent clip. I think it was him at Rolling Loud in 2019. For sure. Like confetti Jack, like no beard or nothing like that. Versus 2022, and then the whole crowd is saying word for word. Like, yeah. Uh, amazing journey for Jack, and I feel like one thing we can't discredit, like you said, the MC ability, but then there's also that that sensation hit. Like at any moment, any song, like Jack cops on, and you know, if the right ingredients are in the pot together, it's gonna be something good. Like I just think about Industry Baby. You know, no matter where you stand, like that's that's a good song. It's one of Jack's most popular songs for sure. And so I feel like that's always been a trend for Jack Harlow's uh, projects. You know, there's what's popping, Pat. And with this project itself, we talked about there being no singles being released. Do you feel like there's like a standout song from this project that you've heard so far? A song that you feel like is that a clear cut? The, the 
the hit from the Yeah, the yeah, that you feel like it's the hit. And then I have a follow-up for that, too. That's hard. I don't really know. But I probably would have to say either Noah Hatchers or uh, this guy. That's true. Do you feel like there is an element that can kind of take away from a project when you have such a huge song that oversaturate the project? To be honest, yeah. Because if you look at Come Home and the Kids Miss You, uh, that's what they all say. It had a few... I believe uh, Dua Lipa was on that project, yeah. and so that was like one of the pop projects. Churchill Downs, mm. featuring Drake. That's the name of the song, right? Correct. That song, to be honest, probably overshadowed the project. Yeah. Like, I just have to be, like, of course, he got Drake on there, but it's not, it just wasn't a Jack Harlow song featuring Drake. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that song really, like, stood alone for a minute. Like, I agree. Did, like, before the video even came out. Yeah. Like, when the video came out, everybody was just like, oh, that just made it even better. So, I don't know if people just had a high expectation for the project. Yeah. To answer your question, yeah. I love you feel like Churchill Downs and it might be a, a first class. Was, yeah. Was that on Come On that, was, that was. That was so, a moment, too. That's what I'm saying. That was those, when you look at those two tracks, like, that shit really put him in a different position. Yeah. And to be honest, I listened to Come uh, Come On With The Kids Mission recently. It's a good project. Like you've been saying, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't really think it's, like, when you really realistically look at it, it's not ass, bro. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not an ass project. Now, is it as good as that's what they all say? That's, that's really just uh, anybody's opinion. Some people probably would like that more than the, uh, the second one, but I feel like with this project, he really was like, y'all need to relax. Like, yeah. Y'all forgetting who I am for real, for real. Hence why this project has no features. Mm. It's just him just rapping. Like, that's why I said, like, old Jack. Like, yeah. I feel like he was trying to, I feel like he wanted to not prove a point, but show niggas, like, you ever seen the meme? Like, I'm here, nigga. Like, yeah. I look, you feel like Jack was not, not saying nigga, of course, but I just feel like he was, I just feel like that's how he was coming. Like, he really wanted not just his respect I feel like he already got his respect but that's why that's one thing about that too I feel like with the previous project like you know Jack has a fan base so that's respect in itself but he was actually able to get the acknowledgement from some real some real serious music heads in this game and I know we're you know putting a lot of the first few minutes you know of Jackman into telling this story, but I feel like we really have to kind of lay out the fallout of Come Home, The Kids Miss You, so you, a lot of people can put in respect of this project, because the narrative is, and I feel like Jack is even addressing himself, I think there was even a promo for the project um, that came out stating that, you know, y'all said the last project was ass, so, you know, I had to had to come back, had to grind up. Jack, you know, Jack is a pretty observant, he's listening, he's tapped in, and I feel like for what it's worth, for what I'm seeing on my feed, a lot of people are enjoying this project. A lot. I, I don't think they're just enjoying it just because they just want to be like, oh yeah, this is good. Good job, Jack. I really feel like this project is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like it's real hard. It's real hard for people to. It's real hard for you to just sit and be like, yeah, that project is alright. But when you the artist and you know what you put into a certain project, because sometimes the song that you think is gonna blow, it don't even be that song. Right. A lot of times when you will know. Kind of like the first class and church it down. You don't have to question whether that's going to be a hit or not. You know it's going to be a hit. Yeah. But I feel like it was good for this project not to have no singles out, bro. Because think about it. If you would drop No Answer, uh, Is That I, or Ambitions, or Questions, if you would drop any one of those songs mm-hmm. before, 
everybody was like, oh yeah. It's what we are. It's about to be a great project. Jack is on his lyrical shit, like Jack always on his lyrical shit, low key. To be yeah. Honest. Like he don't really be just talking bullshit, to be honest. But yeah. Wow. I yeah. appreciate this project, bro. I really think that Jack wanted to make a statement. I feel like he wanted to be like, bro. Come on. What's the KD mean? Y'all know what Here's why they call him Jackman, right? Here's why they call him Jackman. Man, before we get into the track list, though, uh, I do want to just talk about the cover art real quick. Front and back side of it. But what were your thoughts on it? I like the back a mm-hmm. lot. With the, if, y'all, if y'all don't know the back that we're, yeah. that we're referencing, it's the, the tree on top of the crushed car. Um, I feel like this... We've always talked about this, like, you can have an ass uh, cover art, as long as the music's good. Yeah. Like, we kind of look at that with uh, Certified Lover Boy. Probably one of the worst cover arts. I don't want to say hip-hop music. <laughs> but it's probably one of the worst cover arts in Drake's discography by far. Especially, it just felt like the promotion just completely switched on that. <laughs> like, that CLB merch that came out with uh, Laugh Now, Cry Later, and then it just disappeared. That Like, it was just completely separated what we thought the project was going to be. But yes, you're right. Love Boy was one of those projects that had a tremendous rollout. We talked about for months before it came. Mm-hmm. And when the cover art came, we were like, everybody was a little like, oh, I don't know. What's going on? I don't know. But then when the music came, everybody was like, okay, now that project or that cover art, you can argue it's probably one of the most recognizable cover arts if we're being honest. Like, it's very recognizable. People remember it. And... The cover art not as bad when the music is good. Mm-hmm. When you look at the cover art for Jackman, it wasn't really a whole lot going on. That's what they all say when he's in a limousine in the back with fans yeah. reaching in. Yeah. Come on, the kids miss you when he's like sitting down with the mic. Right. This one it kind of just felt like not just keep bringing up his old music, but it kind of felt like confetti with confetti with confetti's the project I believe when he's standing in the black yeah. uh, white beater. It kind of just felt like that. He's just standing there outside. In Louisville, with a shirt off, just you know what I'm saying? Just it kind of just felt like, bro. I mean, I mean, and, and I'll, I'll I'll dig deeper, bro. Jack looks like he's posted up, bro. And and in contrast, he's wearing confetti. He's got the shirt off now. You know, got got the flex going on. And that flex is not just a metaphor for the physique, but for where he feels like he is lyrically right now. Like he's standing in front. He's he's holding it down in Kentucky. Like I feel like he takes that. That's one thing he takes pretty seriously. Being an artist from Kentucky and being a, a, a rapper from Kentucky on top of that. A lot of Kentucky artists really fuck with Kentucky. I'm not yeah. saying that they shouldn't, of course. Yeah. I, I love where I'm from also. But if you look at Bronson Tiller, Jack Harlow, uh, ESTG, mm-hmm. all those rep, they rep Kentucky hard. Like, right. I know it's because a lot of musical artists don't come out of Louisville, Kentucky. Most of them are probably just like athletes or whatever. But I definitely feel like... All right, well, yeah, okay, okay, let's not hold it up, let's not hold it up then. Let me just say one more little nugget. For those that do look on the uh, Jackman cover, uh, this is a little theory I've got going on. So, I noticed that on this project drop, first of all, April 28th, 2023, as we're saying this now. In one month of that project dropping, so on May 28th, it's supposed to be the new Jack Harlow film, White Man Can't Jump. So... In reference to it already being called Jackman, I don't know if people know this, but there's a little basketball hoop 
on the little shed right there, you know. So of course I'm reaching for straws right now, but essentially, you know, you got Jumpman and you got Jackman. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if this is supposed to be promo for the album or anything, but you know, I feel like it's just it all works how it just ties in together. It all just works, doesn't it? Makes sense, bro. It makes sense. I definitely, I definitely interested. Definitely. All right, man. So to get the Jackman, you know, this project was concise to say the least. We've got ten songs. Totaling in 24 minutes. Uh, the track list for this project with no features is uh, Common Ground, They Don't Love It, Ambitious, Is That I? Gang, 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 Denver, No Enhancers, It Can't Be, and if you're listening, uh, Blame On Me, that's what's playing in the background right now. And the final song on this project is Questions. So, uh, John, you've already kind of mentioned already. Um, some of the songs that kind of stand out for you, but you know, give me give me your opinion of this track list. Like, what, what kind of stood out for you? I kind of like what I said earlier. I appreciated that it wasn't long. Yeah. And not saying that I don't like long projects, but I really felt like he had everything he needed. He, he said everything he wanted to say. Like, if, yeah. I feel like if he would have added some more music to it, like, and Loki probably would have been. I don't. It probably would have been some filler tracks. Mm. So I'm glad that it was only 10 songs. He probably had a lot of songs for this project, but 10 that made it, I appreciate it. I can see this project getting a deluxe in mm. a few months or a few weeks. Like I really feel like he's going to get that much attention for this project. Like, I, like, I still love Jack Harlow, but I feel like kind of like what you said for the Jack fans, I feel like Jack Harlow fans, like the Die Hard fans, love this project. I thought yeah. they love this project on the same pedestal as probably that's what they all said, mm-hmm. to be honest. I feel like they really, really like this project, bro. Uh, how, how many songs was Come Home to Kids Miss You? I think it was like 16, 18, somewhere in that ballpark. So so not incredibly long, but I definitely appreciated that it was concise. Mm-hmm. I like how it flowed. Um, he didn't have a, a, a whole bunch of non-producers on here, but Boy Wonder definitely produced on this project. Nice. So, I definitely feel like beat selections was crazy, bars was crazy. I feel like Jack delivered. To be honest, like that's that's really how I feel. I felt like when I I only listened to I listened to the project when it dropped Friday, wow. and when I listened to it, I was like, yeah. I, I don't even have to listen to this project again if I don't want to. <laughs> and why is that? It's memorable. <laughs> yeah. It's memorable, right? Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Like come home, the kids miss you. It's memorable. But it might be memorable because of those tracks that we named earlier. Mm. Kind of like Churchill Downs, First Class. Um, and that's, a, again, uh, a shame because that project has like just some some vibe Sleeper Gems, man. It's just Nail Tech got, on that one, too? Nail Tech is on that you project. You know what I'm saying? That project got some good songs. Yeah, and that was a moment for itself, too. <laughs> that project got some good songs, bro. Jack did what he needed to do, bro. Definitely. Definitely. I, I'll tell anybody that. He did what he needed to do. <laughs> Y'all might not like the last one. I didn't really listen to I listened to the last one. It wasn't one of my favorites. I thought it was good. I didn't think it was ass. But this project is definitely one of my favorite Jack Harlow projects, for sure. While we're on the track list, were there any songs that you weren't rocking with? Mm. Anything that you feel? Because I feel like this project itself has a lot of replay value, but you know there are always a few songs that you might not always play consistently. Uh, are there any of those that stick out for you? Because mm. I feel like for me, when I'm listening to this project, I didn't... I don't feel like there's anything I wouldn't, like, I can say strongly I don't like. Like, right, I don't want to yeah, I don't think there's nothing I don't like. Yeah. One thing I probably would say is that I probably would have switched the intro with another song. Mm. I like Common Ground, but I, if he would have started the project with maybe, uh, 
uh, ambitious or something like like a. Uh, I feel like coming around did what it needed to do. Yeah. But that probably could be my only critique. Like other than that, I don't really kind of what I said earlier. I don't feel like there was no filler tracks on here. Mm -hmm. So I know for myself, man, just listening to this project. Standout songs for me, I feel like just listening through was Gang Gang Gang. That very was honest, very honest. a very honest, honest song. Just talks about just coming back home and you, you had the, everybody knows what it was like. You had your crew in high school and stuff like that. Eventually, you might, let's say you might drift off, but when you come back to the city, you know, it's all like, oh, hey, let's get one, whatever. But I feel like Jack Harlow talks about a real vulnerable side of what it was like to come home. You know, the, the morality of your friends isn't the same. And he even mentioned as, you're supposed to just forget those memories as quickly as those charges came upon them, you know, mm -hmm. something along those lines. And I feel like, like you said, it was a very vulnerable song, man. And, I, and, and not that I feel like he was making music. Right. But I feel that it might not be the specific situation that he spoke about on the song. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we, kind of like what you said, like we all can kind of relate to going back home or even just knowing people from your hometown that you grew up with, went to school with, and they probably came up short and made certain decisions that you probably that was shocking to you yeah. or surprising to you and you just like you sure? Mm -hmm. Oh he's like Mark you talking about our Marcus? Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like so I yeah. feel like that's very relatable. Like, that's life. That's real life like right. being in your twenties growing up like you learn certain things or experience certain things and everybody kinda goes through like life differently. So I feel like this is a reason why he had that song in the project. He's talked about like fame, and I feel like that's kind of been an element of him dealing with that. Um, even to that's what they all say. Like you said, it's the hands reaching into the vehicle. And, you know, that's what you're chasing at first, but eventually it can become a little overwhelming. I think he even mentioned on the on this song, right? Uh, not this song, but uh, Gang Gang Gang, just talking about how it's almost like a political campaign, having to like kind of wipe away some of the, like old pictures and stuff like that because where your certain friends lie. It, it talks about the extent of where friendships actually carry on and, you know, what happens when that interferes with what you have going on. Can you stay solid? And then, you know, as those questions are being pointed to you, you also have the distorted vocals saying, gang, gang, gang. And it's just like, it just puts it all in perspective. <laughs> Absolutely puts it in perspective. <laughs> Man, so uh, with this track list and, you know, with the conciseness, it's 28 minutes. What do you feel like is the message of Jack, man? What is Jack trying to get across to his fans, the crowds? Whoever's listening, what's the message? This isn't by chance. Mm -hmm. This isn't by luck. Mm -hmm. This isn't, it wasn't given to him. And I feel like a lot of people can probably have that perception. Like, of course, you see him now, like, hanging out with Drake, making music with Drake, and you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like people, kind of what we said earlier, people miss the journey. Of course, people will see him at the top of the mountain. Right. But I feel like a lot of people, like the, the hip hop masses probably missed that. And the true Jack Harlow fans probably always knew. Like like we said, he's been making music since what, 2016? Well, like putting out music in 2016, not just making music, but like putting out music in 2016. Like that's that's a that's a that's a little minute. That's yeah. that's when we was bumping Lil Uzi Vert. <laughs> not for real. And listen to Chance the Rapper. That's for real. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like I feel like what he wanted people to get from this project is then Maybe not new, but familiar. When it comes to fame, when it comes to really figuring out your voice as an artist, they always say that first project, that, that high, that success, that's something you're chasing. And the follow-up project, that sophomore, that really kind of indicates where your where your wave is going, you know, what direction as an artist and your journey is going to go. And I feel like 
you know, like you said, with Jack having made music for so long and then he actually stepped into the full-length studio projects, it's safe to say that not only has Jack found a sound, but I feel like he's, he's, he's able to allow that sound to be understandable by different by di different demographics of listeners to be honest with you like he has the international fame and then here he is being real and honest and this is something that you would feel as if is introspective to to the degree that as a timestamp track from drake you know i feel like we have that level of introspection with jack and uh, iron sharpening iron you know he's working with the right people he's got the producer he's got pharrell and everything he's had the experience with drake like you said and I couldn't agree more. Like he's 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 really here to stay. But I feel like this project is really just a he, he's really just the beginning right now. That's why I said I feel like he'll have a deluxe. Like kind of. Like and it makes said, sense. Loki feels like an appetizer. Yeah. Right? And Loki's just like, let me drop this on y'all boys. <laughs> <laughs> like he has to be seeing just so many reactions, just being like, get the you know what? <laughs> How many more records can my record break? I feel like that's his uh his mode, honestly. What are some songs that you feel like is going to stay in your rotation from this project? Like three or four songs that you feel like, yeah. Man. When I heard this, this made the project for me. Yeah. Denver Denver's definitely one of those ones. It's just, uh, first of all, Denver Mile High. So that means like you, I don't know, it's just, I feel like Denver's a mentality. When I hear Denver, I hear Mile High and I just feel like that's a zone in one of the ones, man. For sure. Um, I feel like Ambitious is really good. And I can see myself playing No Enhancers a lot too. Blame on me is always one that I don't know. I was listening to this project again today, and this song just transitioned so well into a lot of Bryson Tiller songs. So I'm gonna be including this more and more on my replay as well. I'm glad you said Denver because it low key feels like uh, you know the uh, the timestamp songs for Drake. Yeah. It low key feels like like one he was in that mode, like kind of like he's one. I, I always admire Jack because his music is kind of like he feels like he's just speaking his mind. Mm -hmm. From rhyming, that's yeah. yeah, always the type of very stream of conscious, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Denver is definitely a slept on song. I was with this project in its uh, totality and how it delivered for you. you know, we're gonna get down to our nitty gritty ratings here, but where do you feel like Jack Man, Jack Harlow's third project? What note did it leave with you if you had to grade it? One through five, one through ten. Let's do five. Thinking like four, but kind of like what I said earlier, I, I don't. There's nothing I dislike about this project. Mm -hmm. I feel the only thing that probably that I can really even think about is the intro, like I said. And I'm not just talking about the intro, I think it's a bad song. Mm -hmm. I just feel like he could have just started the, the project a different way. I don't feel like it's a bad intro. I just feel like with the songs on this project, I feel like Common Ground didn't really prepare us for yeah. what this project really had like I can in agree. the entirety. I can agree. I can agree. That's I, probably the only thing. Yeah. I don't I would probably have to say five, bro. I don't I don't really see nothing that I feel like if I gave it a four point five, that's just be me just trying to not to give it a five. Yeah. Like I don't have a reason to give it a four point five just because I said I think that you should pick another intro. I feel like if I didn't like the song, mm -hmm. if I didn't like Common Ground, then I probably would say that. But I like I like the song. Man, what we're gonna have to do is um, we'll, we're gonna have to keep a running list of all the fives, fours, threes, twos this year, and then we're gonna have to rate them from there. We're gonna have to organize them. <laughs> Look, then, we're gonna, do, then we're gonna do verses. Definitely, definitely. Put all the five projects against each other. Come on. For myself, I feel like I feel like I have to put it in the four range. Four four range, and I'm just gonna say four 
just to be different. I do feel as if he hit everything he could have hit, but like I said, I do feel like it's an appetizer. Mm-hmm. I feel like if there is a deluxe, that would bump up my rating, and I know that's not fair to judge because we're not judging it off how it currently stands. And how it this currently stands, absolutely a vibe, bro. It's gonna be a vibe. You're hearing it now, right now. <laughs> so we're called a deluxe. If you put two features on the pro- like, if you yeah. put two features on the project, let's think about that. So yeah. him doing it by himself, mm-hmm. I don't know, bro. Tough. I give it a solid four. I'm, I'm loving everything. And to, to retouch what you said on Common Ground, I feel as if you if you couldn't get past that song, it could have it could have halted you from experiencing this. I'm not saying it's a bad song, but I can see what you're saying as far as sequencing or even approaching it a different way. I know it didn't prepare me, and who's to say you need to be prepared, but an overall theme consensus is something that I see in a lot of uh, the projects that I look up to, mm-hmm. a lot of projects that I keep and idolize in that same light. And so I feel as if... For this project, it didn't prove to me what I didn't already know. I just know that something else is coming. Mm. And I don't know if this is the era of Jackman where we have that consistent, more so introspective, successful Jack Harlow rapping coming out. If we, that's what we're entering in, then, man, we're, we're in for a good ride right now. We're in for a I good ride. I definitely agree. Do you feel this project stacks up against his last two studio albums? Not saying which one you feel like is better or worse, but how do you feel like it adds to this discography? I feel like it gives it, I feel like it gives it a level of depth. I feel like if you're looking at only the LPs, the the studio projects, then you would just see uh, it's a rise to fame. I think it's, it's important for a lot of people to know who the artist is as an individual, and I feel like that's what he did. I feel like he let us know what it's like for Jack, like what Jack is dealing with, and it's nice to see, you know, it's nice to see the fame, but it's also important to see the failure. And when I say failure, I mean like the real. And I feel like that's what he that's what he gets into, and I feel like it's something something he's been consistently getting into. If we're, if I'm ranking it as far and I know you didn't ask this, but if I had to rank it, I'd probably put this around the sec- second or third tier, because I feel as if uh, even though the last project had 15 songs, it did have a lot of hits. But I always I feel like it's important to look at the amount of good songs on there, because that. Overall, if you're looking at simple math, that could determine how good of a project is for, for you, sure. despite how you might feel about it. Mm-hmm. So this this project is definitely one of them ones, especially for Jack. I look at this project like, kind of like what we said earlier, like, he done linked with Drake, he done linked with Pharrell. Like, you done been with the, the top echelon of niggas in the music game. Yeah. And for him to have a project by himself, mm-hmm. Go back home. You know how it is when niggas go back home. Yeah. When niggas go back home, they get recharged, bro. Yeah. I don't know what it is about it. When you go back home, so it's just, I feel like he was kind of on that. I feel like he kind of wanted to go back to where he was at before he got this level of fame. Like, kind of like working hard, like being in the basement. We all, you know, niggas all talking about the kids in the basement. I feel like he just kind of got back to that, shutting out what everybody's saying, the criticism, shutting out all that stuff. At the end of the day, his last project. Did great first week. Right. Like, and kind of like what you said, it was nominated for a Grammy. Right. Like, and we know how the Grammys work, so. Yeah. Where did he even get that? He ain't got nominated just because he was white. Yeah. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so quality there for sure. Definitely. Wow, man. So this is, uh, this has been a complete experience with Jack, man. Um, hopefully for those that have been listening and been a part of the conversation, hopefully you were able to gain something a little valuable out of it. You know, when we do these broken records, we really just try to dive in and just paint the whole picture for you guys. 
Um, hopefully this can encourage you to listen to the project and share your thoughts with us. And, you know, we're really looking forward to deepening, you know, this music bond and community that we have here with y'all. And we really want to tap into the music. We want to get back to our roots. Uh, so with that being said, man, we got a solid, solid Jack Harlow, Jackman project. And we can't wait for y'all to hear this, man. For sure. All right, but we'll catch you on the next.